Garfield Japan. What's up, fitters? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. And this is episode number 550. Yep, that's right. We made it to 550, and we have a very special episode for you this evening. Now, unfortunately, Tom is not here. He's on daddy duty. He's got a little baby to take care of. Okay. I'm here with Alejandro. Alejandro, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, John. Thanks for having me. Should I call you Alejandro or Alex? You go by both names. Which one do you Yeah, prefer? I go by both. Yeah, you can call me either of those, or you can also call me like my 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 online name, Okawari, as well. Uh, up to you. Whatever is easiest. Dude, anything's all good and got faded Japan, man. I'm drinking a gin and tonic. I've got a gin and tonic in one hand and a mic in the other. So, yes, this is episode number 550. Alex, I actually met you last week at Harry's Sandwich Company. And, man, fucking we just hit it off, dude. We're drinking beers, eating sandwiches, man. It was a groovy time, dude. And Hell, yeah. When you, dude, when you told me what you did, you're like, man, I do underground booze tours. I was like, you are going to definitely be on Got Fitted Japan episode 550 for sure man so welcome 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 alex man it's fucking great to have you here excited to be here as well and uh come by cheers mm. come by there we go yeah. oh my god and this is actually our second attempt doing the show <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because yeah, the first one went well <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean you've got you've got three people who are drinking experts that are trying to like kind of uh prove themselves you know and uh yeah yeah i think we all drank a little bit too much on that episode so faders if you sign up for the patreon you can get that episode and um i'm not sure if it's good but it's it's probably it's probably inter- entertaining i guess entertaining to say the least anyway and so alex before we talk to you about Okawari, I would like to discuss a little bit about how you came to Japan. All right. Well, let's see. It all started when I was a little baby. No, I'm just kidding. How far are we going back? I had a Godzilla toy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Like, I mean, well, okay, I'll say this. Like, it all started when when I was young. I'm a huge gamer. I like PlayStation, Nintendo, all that stuff. And, like, since I was a kid, I just liked playing those games. And one of the first games I ever owned was a Japanese Pokemon Yellow. And I remember like somehow, my dad got at the flea market and he get here, this is the new game. And I'm like, what language is this? It's not English. It's like, oh, it's Japanese. Guess you have to learn. So I had to play the whole game in Japanese and then beat it in Japanese. And then somehow I did beat it. Like, I don't know how I did it, but, and after that, it kind of like motivated me to learn Japanese. So then when I went to college, I started, I picked up Japanese at Japanese courses and they also had a, a study study abroad section as well so i took a i I took a request to see if i could study abroad in japan they said they had options they have classes and everything so when i when i applied and got accepted like that's when i came to japan that was back in 2012 i studied in uh nagoya like city of nagoya aichi um at a university called chukyo university cool um very good very good university uh very famous for like olympics uh players but um yeah that's how everything started like and then japanese the culture the language food all that stuff it just it just all kind of melted together and i just really was like into it i like i I loved it i loved everything about japan and i wanted to come back eventually so after my first year studying abroad um i was in nagoya for a whole year i came back to the u.s uh i graduated from university and then i started working at google for about a year whoa yeah so I was working at Google. My job was to watch movies all day. Yes, it sounds fun on paper, but it gets very repetitive after a while. <laughs> but um, 
yeah so after google i was working there but i just felt like i just wasn't you know i didn't feel like motivated to be there like after a year like i just felt stuck so i had a friend who convinced me to come back to japan the following year so i said all right i'm gonna go to japan again and um, that was in 2015. so i moved back to japan again picked a uh lived with a friend for a few months and until i found a job and then that job was uh teaching english so teaching english from there and eventually i started also doing like tour guiding as well for like friends friends relatives and other acquaintances and kind of from there people said like you should be a legit tour guide i think you would do really well so it's kind of just all right, now while I was teaching English, I was doing like tours on the side for different like companies and stuff like that. And then, yeah, that was all back in 2015. And now here we are in 2020. So five years later, still here in Japan. Nice, dude. Nice, man. I'm glad you're here. And, but before I've got so many questions, I, I got yep. so much to talk to you about, but uh, I, I got to go back. I, I got to take the record back. Because I, I need to know a little bit about Google, man. You dropped that bomb and I was like, Google, you worked there. <laughs> All right. First off, how much weight did you gain? I heard everybody gains at least 10 kilo, not 10 kilos. Oh, I've been in Japan too long. 10 pounds. <laughs> is it 15 pounds the first month or is it 10 pounds? I think it's 15, uh, like a 15, the 15 Google pounds, I think. I thought I saw like that, like freshman 15. That's what they call it. The freshman, the freshman 15. 15. Yeah. Same with me for Google, the, the Google 15. So yeah, I, cause Google, so you get a lot of free ship, like a lot of free ship. So, you know, everything from like free laundry, free snacks, breakfast, lunch, dinner, gym, um, rental cars, like, like rest places, everything like that. It's like so, living at your parents. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Rich I could parents. Just be, yeah. <laughs> they're basically, but, um, but yeah, like, Google's basically as is it's, it's an amazing place, amazing environment to be in. Amazing environment, like it's awesome. Like because you have so much to do, so you could basically live there. You don't have to ever leave. Um, so that that's basically like my experience with Google. I liked it a lot. I made a lot of friends at Google as well, um, from different teams, different departments as well. Um, yeah, and also every weekend they have like like Friday night, Saturday night booze parties. So you can get drunk for free at these events and just get wasted. <laughs> Google booze? Oh my god! Do they have their own beer? Ah, uh, no. They get like sponsors from like local breweries in the area. Oh, that's even better. That's <laughs> even better. Oh my god! And your job is to watch movies, so free food, movies, of course, free popcorn. What yep. kind of movies were you forced to watch? Um, it was kind of like, so I I was f focusing more on like Latin America and Asia. Mm -hmm. So I watched like a lot of random movies from those areas. So like, uh, I don't know how to, I don't even know. I'm trying to think. I remember I had to watch this Korean movie and I had to, it was about some guy who had like a, he, he, he thought he was Superman, but mm -hmm. it was just like his, uh, his mind making him think he was, but his reality, he's like, he's like, had just like mental issues and things like that. And it was kind of like sad, but then I had like a kind of unique little ending for it, for that movie. Um, but yeah, like mostly like Latin America, Asia, some American movies. I, I remember I worked on um, the first Godzilla that came out in 2014. Mm -hmm. I worked on that movie and that was really fun. So, Wow, that's awesome. What, did you rate them or did you digitalize them? Or I mean, what were you doing with these movies? Oh, so I was supposed to, um, so I was, um, what's it called? So I was supposed to tag, tag faces of actors. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I tag faces of actors. And like, so whenever there's a still screen, like I just press one, two or three or four, one to nine to match the name of the actor with the face. And then like the movies, the, the machine, the system is supposed to track it and keep a record of that. So it recognizes like the face. So it keeps going and going and going. Wow, that's interesting. Oh, my God. And the parties must have been epic. Right. I mean, the Bay Area has got so many amazing DJs and bands and stuff. I mean, any kind of a Google party. I mean, they got so much money and just the location. They can have anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Yep. They have a lot like there's there's oh, and they always have like a lot of talks from like famous people coming to Google the campus. So, yeah, like Dwayne Johnson come or like Denzel Washington 
Whoa. Yeah, or maybe even like Mark Zuckerberg will come, whatever. So like it's, it's cool because you can sit there and you can do Q&As with them and just talk about like anything if you, if you can. Oh my gosh. So Google was boring and <laughs> you decided to come to Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, so like well, what motivated me was more just like I was just tired. Yeah, I was just tired of the same thing and I wasn't really getting what I wanted out of Google. So yeah, like my friend, he convinced me to just come back to Japan, get your Japanese up. And then, you know, maybe you'll be done within a few years or so. And it's kind of like, yeah, but um, a few years became more than a few years. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm still continuing to be here and everything as well. So I would like to stay here as long as I can. But right now with the whole virus thing going on, it's kind of put everything at a, on a hold, standstill. Oh, so, God. Yeah. Tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, uh, let, me, let me just have more alcohol to drink and just worry about it later <laughs> wow welcome to got fit in japan you're in good company my friend <laughs> thank you my friend thank you oh man so you're in japan all right before the virus bc yeah. before corona or COVID or whatever you started your own company and this company became epic it's yes. underground booze tours yeah it's called okawari yep tell us about okawari how did you start how did you come up with it the works so so I, I used to host i hosted a lot on like uh, different platforms like airbnb TripAdvisor, things like that um and i kind of just grew my own following from that so i grew my following from that and like people would tell me like do you should start your own company or do your own thing and so on so i so i ran because my focus is mostly on nightlife nightlife like drinking like bar crawls bar hopping stuff like that so I wanted to find something that what would match that. What would match? And I originally had a different name I used to go by, but I changed that to like what it to Okawari now. Um, and the reason why I went with Okawari was because of um, in Japanese Okawari means refill or one yeah. more. So you refill one more. So you know you say Okawari Okawari like so it, it makes sense in this for this for us going out and drink. You know you finish your beer. Let me get another one Okawari. So. It kind of like flows with the name and it sounds cool too when you say it as well. It does, it flows. Okawaris, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, that name, that that's the name I stuck with and continue to be with from up to now. And not only that too, I also kind of branched out to like live streaming as well. So I'm also doing uh, my channel for on Twitch called Okawari TV. And basically people can kind of see what life is like for me here in Japan while I'm like, you know, going around outside, drinking, hanging out, meeting people all the time as well. So they get an online perspective of that as well. So, because my motto is for my business is a uh, come as a foreigner, leave as a local. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn it, we should have used that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So tell us about these tours. Are they all over Tokyo? Are you in like uh, Shimokita Sawa, Shinjuku, Golden Guy, Senta Guy? Where are you exactly? So I mostly tend to be just in like Kichijoji. Yeah. The main attraction is Kichijoji. I do place. do tours in like other areas like Nakano, um, Shinjuku, Shibuya, or like anywhere else like that's fine, interesting. But I don't know. For me, I think Kichijoji has a uniqueness to it. Because um, one, it has an area called Harmonica Yokocho or Harmonica Alley, mm -hmm. where you just go out, hang out, um, drink for really cheap for like 500 yen or so. So you can just kind of chill there, um, go have one drink, another drink, another drink. And, you know, you don't have to worry about table charge or anything like that or cover charge. So a lot of like bars, especially in Shinjuku, Shibuya, they have like something called otoshi, which I tend to dislike a lot just because all of a sudden, you know, you have this and all of a sudden you get hit with a 1500 yen bill when you thought your drink was only 300 yen. So like, that's like, that's why that's an issue. Like, I don't, I don't like other areas as much. So that's why I like about harmonica or Kichijoji because there's hundreds of little bars anywhere you can go. Everyone's super friendly, always down to talk, hang out, drink and go crazy. And, and then bars stay open until five in the morning, maybe eight, depending on who, own, who owns it that night. That is awesome. That is definitely the way to go. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. That sit down charge is such a joke, especially when you're not expecting it. It's like 800 yen, like $8 just to sit down. And they give you like a little snack, like a couple of peanuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, great peanuts. This is great. And then when you get your bill, you're like, why is this so expensive? They're like, 
you ate the peanuts. I'm like, oh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> oh, man. Golden guy, you suck. <laughs> oh, man. But Kichi Joji's always been a great place. Yeah, it's fantastic. And that whole west side of Tokyo is really cool. There's a lot of great places in the west side of Tokyo that a lot of people don't go to. I mean, everybody knows Shimoki Dezawa, but I mean, you know, I mean, we got sponsors in Asagaya, which is in the west. And Asagaya, Koenji, those two places are really great, too. I like going there and getting my drink on. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, do you work alone or do you work in groups? Like, do you have like uh, you're doing one tour and at the same time, is there somebody else doing another tour or... Nope, nope, it's all just me. It's all ran by me and me only. So I do all this stuff. So there's some nights where I'll like, I have a tour almost every night. And mm -hmm. so like, I have to like, kind of watch how much alcohol I drink, or just kind of like slow down a little bit here and there. But um, yeah, so I always, it's always just me running them all. And I only do it once, once per night, once every day. Yeah, you can't do two, two wait, how many places do you go to in one night? Like, um, somewhere between four to uh, somewhere four to six bars on average four to six bars yeah you can't do two tours because if you do two tours that's like eight bars and even if you're pacing yourself man if you yeah. just do like a, a shot and a beer at every single place dude buy what well, i'll be I don't know when you wasted, start, but, yeah. yeah you're gonna be completely faded man <laughs> but that's gonna be half the fun right yep <laughs> So when you do these tours, how many people are in the groups? Because those bars are really small. They only fit like maybe what, eight people max? Yep, yep. So each bar is different, like somewhere between eight to like 10, 15 people sometimes. So my my average is always, uh, the max is eight people. Mm -hmm. But I always average between somewhere between five to the eight, that number. Um, and, you know, because mostly everyone's like foreigners, like obviously they're built a little bit bigger than Japanese people. So it's a little bit harder for us to go into the place, but usually because I have a good relationship with the bars, especially in Kichijoji, um, they they uh, kind of help me out a little bit. They're like, all right, we'll make some space for you, or we'll make some room for you, or we'll kind of tell people like, hey, we'll squeeze in here and there. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. And that's another thing why I prefer uh, Harmonica Alley or Kichijoji over the other places, because I already have a good a relationship. I already established myself with them as well. Oh, I'm sure they love you. I'm sure yeah. they love you. I mean, you show up with like eight people and all they want to do is drink as much as they can. <laughs> yeah. In like and 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes. Wait, how long do you guys usually stay per bar? Um, well, so the whole tour can last uh, about four hours. But I always tell people like, you know, um, it's four hours officially. But, you know, I don't tell people to go home. So like if you want to stay longer than that, you're more welcome to hang out. So... That's cool. That's cool. What kind of bars do you go to? Like, for example, do you go to, um, let's say, for example, the first bar you go to is like a rock and roll bar. Then after that, do you go to a jazz bar? Then after that, you go to a piano bar? Or yeah. do, you, do you continue going to just like traditional Japanese style bars? Or do you have like a menu of different kind of locations? Or do you ask like um, you, your clients where they want to go exactly? Or how does that work? Yeah, like usually like I'll ask the clients would be like, you know, what kind of interest they have and everything, um, depending on what they say. I'll kind of like cater the 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 schedule around kind of towards their them in their favor. Like mm -hmm. maybe some people want to do shisha, some people want to go to like a like a surfing bar, some people want to go to like karaoke bar. Um, it all depends. Mostly I just do izakayas, like just Japanese style izakayas, and then like everyone loves that because they're small, they're unique, they're different. They're like they don't have it in their country, so that people want to uh, they want to continue to like go to those places stuff. So. Yeah, and they're a lot of fun too. How much does your tour cost? Um, so it's I usually charge per person. Mm -hmm. So per person, it would be about fifty five hundred yen, fifty five hundred yen. So oh, that's not bad, fifty dollars. But that comes with like so when when you pay that price, that's included like with the with the unlimited food and drinks. Nomi hodai tabe hodai at one of the bars. At one yeah. of the bars. Yeah. So the one bar I always have a good relationship with them because this bar, so it's called Hambe. And this place, what's cool about it is like it's a 1950 style looking bar. So the way they dress, the food, the drinks, the atmosphere, everything's supposed to look like the 50s in Japan. Wait, wait, wait. Is it 50s, Japanese 50s or American 50s? I mean, Japanese you can, like, 50s. Elvis, Japanese 50s. Well, it has a little bit of like, there's, there's like, because they have like posters from like, like America as well, but Japanese text. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. So like, yeah, it's, uh, it's supposed to be like the show up period, I guess you would say. So. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice, dude. That sounds like a lot of fun. How come I'm not there right now? 
Oh man, I'll, I'll bring you out one of these days. We'll go, we'll do a little private one together. No, oh, dude, after the COVID, man, fucking, you're on, dude. We'll bring Tom out. <laughs> I'm down. Oh man, that's insane. So, what kind of bars do you not go to? Are there any bars that are completely off limits? Uh, probably like Hub. I would avoid yeah. Hub. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Hub. Yeah. Good answer. Okay. Hub is like, yeah, it's just to me, it's just a bar that's just like, ah, uh, this is too Western. It's not gonna be nice. It's the most cheesiest, fakest British pub there is, I guess, outside of, um, well, I guess in Asia. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's like the polar opposite of Cheers. Nobody knows your name and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, um, okay, so you're in an environment where there's tons of booze, tons of food and stuff. Um, have you or do you get completely wasted? I could I could totally see myself just over drinking every single night of the week. No, I try not to get wasted because because I mean in the day like I'm still doing a job and I still have to make sure everyone's all right, everyone's taken care of. You know, because if I even even if the even if the customers are all like, come on, get drunk with us, come on, hang out, get drunk with us, we'll get all wasted. Um, I like try to avoid that because you never know what's gonna happen. Like you never know it's like the night's gonna get like more insane. Or, you know, someone starts throwing up or something like that. And so, like, I'm trying my best to, like, avoid, like, anything that requires a lot of drinking. So I, I don't get wasted. I, and I pace myself. I'll drink, like, water here and there, too, to make sure everyone's still okay. And then, of course, if once the tour ends and then everyone goes home, if I want to, then maybe I'll get wasted on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Streeters. Oh, man. That's awesome. <clears throat> so what kind of hijinks happens at these things? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you can control yourself, but I'm sure you get like eight people that are from all over the world. They want to party. They want to drink. I mean, they're really excited to be in Japan. Maybe at the first bar, they're like shots, which is never a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've, I've had that a few times before, but they're like, hey, let's start off with some shots. I'll buy a round for everyone. They're like, okay. So everyone's kind of like down. And usually, usually if everyone's down, you know, okay, the group, this group is going to be fun tonight. They're going to be good, you know, because you always have the, some groups are just very like tamed, like relaxed, like don't want to drink. They just want to like just look around and like, explore, and mm -hmm. that's it. And which is fine, easy. It, like they're both not like bad, but it, yeah, like I have a lot of stories I can tell you. I'm trying to think what's a good one. Um, yeah, what's the story when somebody got a little bit too faded? A little bit. I mean, there there is one story I had. It was like three guy three guy friends, and they were all like they all came together, and then like I remember we had we ate like a raw chicken because it was one of the bars sells raw chicken, so we're like, oh, let's try that. Oh, that's and nice. then yeah, so we ate that, and then like so they liked it after we had horse meat because they wanted to eat horse meat, so we ate horse meat as well, raw horse meat too. Um, and then we had a whale. So we went to these different izakayas that are down for the street from each other. And like, yeah, they whale, chicken, and raw. And I remember uh, we started taking shots after that. We were taking a lot of shots. We were like shots, 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 shots. And I remember one of the guys, when we went to the, to the 50s bar, like we started drinking more there. We started doing sake as well. And I remember one of the guys, he just, he was just like, you can see in his face, he was gone. He was just so gone. And I remember like, he's just telling me like, oh, like, I think I gotta, gotta go. And I remember he took off his hat, put it in front of him and just barfed all over in his hat. But it like, it like, it, but the thing what he, when he like threw up, like it looked like, you know, like when you turn on a faucet, it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. Like, he threw up in his hat, overflowed his hat and like had like chunks of like the raw meat, horse, all that it was like nasty. And then as well, he like, it kept going where it over, over, Build the hat and what on the table as well. Oh my god, Never, that's like stand by me. Oh yeah, god. And I remember like, damn, like fucking like the bar was kind of like upset at me. It was like one of the first time we were there, so they're like, oh, I ha we we're like, I'm sorry. And then they brought like a whole bag, plastic bag for him to throw up in. So he kept throwing up, throwing up. And I remember he filled up like half the bag with throw up. And I was like, damn, this guy is fucking gone. Jeez, man. God, well, that's a good way to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, but I remember, and after two that same night, so after, I think he somehow sobered up that guy. And then one of his other friends was really drunk. 
and we were at the karaoke bar and then they were asked there he was asking like hey let's go to kabakura now for those who don't know kabakura is it's like a titty bar girls bar like girls bar and everything so and i remember like he wanted to go so bad like come on let's go we're gonna go but the, the friend from earlier was like telling him no he can't go he can't go and i remember they all started getting in a fight like they were like about to punch each other and everything and then the third friend was like hey i think you should probably like leave like just go and that way we'll take care of them so they actually told me to leave they're like just leave and we'll figure something out because otherwise the guy would see me he wouldn't leave like he wouldn't leave the place so yeah i remember there's just like that night this they were all just fighting each other and everything so i left then i got a message the next day like oh five star like best experience ever <laughs> 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 I guess they did go to the titty bar. Oh, man. So question. Uh, well, I mean, I think I know the answer to this. People pay in advance, right? <laughs> yes, people pay in advance. People pay in advance. Some some will pay the day of if uh, if they if they book last minute, too. So can they tip? Um. Yeah, they can tip. Usually they'll just tip in person then online. So that's uh. Yeah, like they usually tip, so it just doesn't matter. I, I'll accept it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, I can imagine. I mean, if you're on your drinking, and let's say you're from like America or something, where you're used to tipping, and all of a sudden you can't tip, right? I mean, a lot of places just don't accept tips. You know, they just don't, right? And so, and so they have like an amazing time. You take them to like a, a lot of incredible bars, and then they're just like, "Oh my God, Alejandro, this is like the best experience ever. I really want to give you fifty bucks, but it's not in the culture." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no. It's it's in the culture. <laughs> fifty bucks, please." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I, I remember I it was it was a family once. I took I took the dads and the sons to Kabakura. And I, they had a blast. And I remember they, the dad tipped me like a hundred bucks after that. Oh, that is good. That is a yeah. good tip. That is a good yeah. tip. Just for, just, and I, cause I was just being their translator for the Kabakura. And this is like after the tour was done. This is not part of it. I don't, this is like just something that you just go and hang out at. But yeah, they were like, they, they loved it. And they're like, here, just enjoy. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. How long have you been doing these tours? It's been like what three years five years yeah it's about three and a half years i, I started in 2017 mm -hmm. so i stood that and then from there I just i just build 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 and you know i eventually it's like i got very popular yeah so, totally yeah i remember like i remember like yeah it was, it was just to the point where it's like okay there's a tour every day especially during uh march like cherry blossom season like there's a i had a tour every day but it also about this too, it's like, I also do cherry blossom tours as well during that time. So I do like season, special seasonal ones. So we're, we go around the park, we have a drink and we look at the cherry blossoms, take pictures and it's fun. And after we go to the bars. So oh, that one fun. usually a little bit more expensive though. I can imagine. And a lot better exercise for you too, huh? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Awesome. How can people find you? So I have Instagram. So if you want to look me up on Instagram, it's called Okawari Bar Crawls. Um, and yeah, so that's the name of it. You can also find me on Twitch as well. So my Twitch name is uh, twitch.tv slash Okawari TV. So I have that as well. Um, and I also have my own website. Uh, my website is called okawaribarcrawls.com. So people can come and check that out too. And then if they want to like contact me, they have my, my phone numbers on there too, and they can reach me out as well. That's awesome. You got all bases covered. That's great, man. That's really great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in, in the show notes. So, faders, you know where to go. It's all gonna be in the show notes. Oh man. And so right now we're deep in the COVID. Life is getting uh, a little bit real here in Tokyo. Yep. And um, so pretty much everybody is kind of like uh, on hold at the moment. But you're doing Twitch. Tell mm -hmm. us about Twitch. What are you doing with Twitch? So Twitch is a live streaming platform, mostly for gaming. Um, people go just to like, you know, play games. Other people watch them play these games and stuff. But they have a section called IRL, which is in real life. So that IRL section is basically people like me can kind of like walk around, hang on the streets of Tokyo, show off like what's life like this and so on. So yeah, I started, I started Twitch this year because uh, I had a friend who I met and she's like a really big live streamer, like huge one. And then she she kind of like lives in the same area she lives in the same area as me so i saw her and people were telling me like oh you know you should do the same as her because a lot of her viewers saying like i think you'd be cool to do it too so then that is i just built up the motivation 
you know, and built up the following from there and then just kind of grew on its own from now. So it's been, I've been, I've been doing it for about two months now, Twitch. Um, and it's going pretty good. I'm getting, I'm just getting slowly more and more people coming to hang out, see what's up, see what's going on everything. So like, what do you do? You, you got on your iPhone and you walk around, you film yourself and mm-hmm. you go and just order some ramen, eat some ramen and you just talk to your phone and, or do people like send you questions like, like, for, or maybe they tell you to do stuff. They're like, order a double, order a triple, I'll pay you. And you're like, all right, I guess I'm ordering a triple ramen, please. Or. Yep. Yep. So people can donate money and donate like currency to me so that I can like do certain uh, tasks or events. So yeah, like That's someone dangerous. can donate me. Yeah, someone can donate me like a thousand yen. Be like, here, go eat some ramen on me and stuff. So like, they'll watch me. They'll literally watch me eat ramen, and they can communicate kind of like how we're doing right now. But they just only the, one, the only way they communicate is through chatting, the chat. So they send a message in the chat, and those like just say, I read it out loud, and I talk to them, so they can hear me, but I can't hear them. So man, do you get a lot of weirdos? Mm, not nah, uh, like yeah, you get some weirdos here and there, like people saying like dumb things like in japanese or whatever to like and be rude it's like you don't got to say that and stuff but um yeah it's, it's, it, it happens every now and then luckily for me not too much to the point where it's gonna be like like annoying but mm-hmm. it's, it happens that's interesting i mean yeah I, I i mean we get comments and emails from people all over the world and we get a lot of weird stuff sometimes i mean really like what <laughs> um Oh God, let's see. Uh, we've had so much fucking weird shit. I mean, we've been doing the show since 2009. So, I mean, we've had it all. But uh, recently, and I apologize if you're listening right now, but um, one lady, she said she's uh, she wants to come to Japan and she wants to work for us. And uh, she said she's preparing a resume and she wants to do an interview and all sorts of other stuff. And, and, and I was just like, what the heck? Does she think that got fitted Japan as some kind of like an enterprise or something? Like she wanted to be our intern and she had like like this huge agenda of like things that she wanted to do and wanted to learn from us and stuff. And it was completely not what Got Fit Japan, the Got Fit Japan podcast was about at all and stuff. I think she thought that we're some kind of like a marketing company or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but really? she knew enough about the show. You know, she knew my name. She knew Tom's name and stuff. She knew certain details. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're pretty big, but I, we don't have like an office and, you know, we don't have secretaries or anything like that. So, um, yeah, um, if you want the job pro bono, sure, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. It's very interesting. Could you imagine wearing a suit for a podcast? Like, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Got Faded Japan. First off, we're going to talk about the weather. Today is sunny with a humidity of 85%. It's about 42 degrees. A little hot, but it will cool down in the evening. You know I mean, <laughs> we're not like hate, that yet. I would hate to wear a suit for a podcast or a suit in general. <laughs> God, wearing a suit again? Oh, that dude. would suck. Dude, I, I barely even wear clothes anymore. I mean, dude, with the COVID, I just stay inside. I wear kind of like my shorts that I've been wearing for the last couple of days. They used to be white, now they're gray. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's actually kind of sad. <laughs> All right, faders. If you're coming to Japan and you want to get the real deal, the real scoop on where to go in Japan, you got to go to Okawari Tours. And just go down to the show notes, click on the link, contact Alejandro, a.k.a. Alex, and boom, you are in like Flynn experience the underground and as he said come as a foreigner leave as a local i love that that's great that's great all right alex i say we should take a little break and when we come back faders we got the news um would you like to do the news with me hell yeah let's do it fuck yeah dude let's do it are you in harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others yeah do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, 
if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade badass pomade and let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid that's pretty badass this whole world is so nerfed up these days everything is plastic and pink but not ghost town pomade this stuff is a man's pomade and it is hardcore it's so hardcore it's from oakland california oakland california that's right ghost town pomade get your fit on in style proper Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. And we are back. All right. Alex, so we got the news right now. We got the weird and bizarre weekly news. And uh, I say we do two stories each, four stories. I think that's pretty good. And uh, since you're the guest, would you like to go first? Yep, I'll go first. So let's see here. So first story we want to talk about is a man arrested over murder of 24-year-old girlfriend. Whoa. Yeah, let's see here. So this actually happened in Hyogo, uh, Kyoto. So police in Kyoto on Monday morning arrested a 36-year-old man on suspicion of fatally stabbing his 24-year-old girlfriend to death in her apartment, Himeji Hyogo Prefecture. According to police, Yuichi Yoshinao has admitted, excuse me, uh, admitted to stabbing his girlfriend, Akane Taguchi, in the stomach at her apartment at around 1 p.m. On Sunday, Fuji TV reported, a bloodstained knife was left, was left 
at the scene of the crime. So Taguchi's six-year-old son, who was in the apartment, found his mother and ran out of the apartment in tears seeking help. Oh, wow. That sucks. Yeah. And then apparently, as I said, another building resident called 119. So they, someone else called the authorities for this. So Yoshinao, a part-time worker, went to Kyoto, where he turned himself in to the police at 6 p.m. and made it to killing Taguchi. He was returned to Himeji on Monday. So this guy just literally just went to the freaking police and told him to turn himself in. That actually is quite common. Yeah, it's it super common. I've seen that. So, like, I actually saw that. Not saw that, but I heard a similar story like this that happened here in Kichijoji about um, two months ago. A woman, like, killed her husband, I think, and then she turned herself into the police. So, Dude, it happens all the time. I think it comes down to, like, the way Japan is, Japanese society... It's like an honorific system, an honor system. Like the Japanese have a lot, I feel like they have a lot of pride. So for them to like, I don't know, hide something like that, they're just, they, they don't want to take it. So they're like, oh, I'm just going to turn myself in and just, this is what I did. And, you know, hopefully they're hopeful, they're hopefully going to have a, le- a lighter sentence, which usually isn't the case anyways. So. Yeah. I mean, do the crime, do the time. time. Yep. yep. That's right. Oh, man. Well, that sucks. That's kind of a bummer. Okay. Well, you know, Got Fit in Japan is usually a happy podcast. It's a comedy podcast. So let's do something a little bit more on the lighter side. Here we go. Um, mother physically seduces man who groped her schoolgirl. Do- wait, wait a second. Let me just take my glasses off. Polish them off. <laughs> Gotta look better. Mother physically oh, subdues man who groped her schoolgirl daughter. Okay, there you go. This story took place Ooh. in Tokyo. <clears throat> Here we go. In Japan, chikan, aka gropers, are most often encountered on trains, where they take advantage of the crowded conditions to obscure what they're doing and then hop off at the next station for a quick getaway once they've been found out. Well, that doesn't mean Chikan incidents only occur on public transportation, though. Last Friday, a 16-year-old schoolgirl living in Yokohama's Tsuzarukuri ward Mm -hmm. was the victim of a Chikan while out and about on her own in her neighborhood. The incident occurred shortly after 10 p.m. with the attacker touching her buttocks while she was standing on the sidewalk. Well, this guy's obviously an ass man. However, (laughs) justice was on the way. It turned out that the girl had been waiting for someone. Her mother! Do-do-do-do! This guy is busted. The incident occurred just as the mother was arriving at the meeting spot as she and her daughter had agreed upon. Man, mom saves the day. I wonder if she was wearing a Let's go, mom. Yeah, hell yeah. Mama is going to kick some ass. I mean, shit, dude. Never fuck with a woman's daughter, dude. Seriously. Nope. I mean, dude, if, if my mom, so anybody mess with any of my sisters, dude, my mom, dude, she would fucking go, she would go Jerry Springer, dude. She would take off her shoes and smack a motherfucker in the face, dude. Boom! Oh, shit. Knock the fuck out. All right. And mom sprang into action, grabbing the cheek on a 25-year-old man and physically restraining him until the police arrived. Oh, man, she jujitsu this motherfucker. Okay, the man, nice. a medical researcher for the Omihachi Ham Community Medical Center, Center in Shiga Prefecture, which is halfway across the country, Jesus, was arrested and since has admitted to the charges. Oh, my God. Do you think that uh, his defense was that he was doing research? <laughs> I was doing research. <laughs> I work in the medical field. <laughs> That's what they all say. It's research. It's not yeah. going to work. Not going to work. I'm the ass man. <laughs> <laughs> the incident follows the previous Chikan attack in Suzuki Ward that took place late that night, wait, late on the night of June 11th, and in which the Chikan was not apprehended. It's unknown if the same man was behind both attacks, but thanks, thanks to the mother's quick response, this defendant, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm too fucked up. Uh, But thanks to the mother's quick response in defending her daughter, there's at least one less Chikan on the streets for now. Kids, beware the ass man. He's out there. Oh, man. What do you think of this story? That's a pretty 
yeah, pretty hilarious story. <laughs> it's like, mm. oh yeah, that's nuts, right? I mean, shit, dude. Talk about being at the right place at the right time. I mean, not the daughter, the mother. Mm -hmm. Oh man, dude, she's walking down the street. She sees her daughter. She sees some guy just walks up to the kid, smacks her on the butt, and that mom is just seeing red, man. She's foaming at the mouth, and and fucking rightfully so. She runs up, grabs this guy, jujitsu's ass down and shit. She's got this guy in a chokehold and shit, knocking him out. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes. Sleep with the fishes now. <laughs> Boom, he is out. Cops are on their way 10 minutes later. Dude, this motherfucker's in jail. I love this story. That is a good story. That's a very good story. And it's, yep, because mom, mom's a hero. Okay, I got a question. Okay, the villain is obviously the ass man. That's his, his villain name. What is the mom's superhero name? Fucking, what, like judo mom? Judo mom? Judo mom. I like that. Judo mom is pretty good. Judo mom is pretty good, especially if she did judo. If she did judo, that, that's fucking completely fitting. Yeah. I was going to say jujitsu mom, but I think that's too long. Like judo mom's just like to the point. Judo mom. <laughs> you know, it, it flows. Judo mom. Be careful. Judo mom is going to get you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Villains beware. <laughs> judo mom gonna... safer. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Okay, man. Alex, your turn. Man, I don't even know if I have any story that's like kind of uplifting like that. But oh I mean, no, go dark. It's fine, man. It's got fit in Japan. We go all over the place. We're all over the map in this podcast. Yeah. Well, here's another story that this is kind of very unfortunate and but also very strange how it happened. So an 82 year old woman dies after being stabbed as she gets off the bus. Oh, so this is kind of interesting. So. This is, happens in Tokyo. An 82-year-old woman died after she was stabbed by a woman in her 40s as they both got off on the bus in Oime, Tokyo on Friday. Whoa. Yeah. So of course, oh, at the same time, what the hell? According to police, the incident occurred around 3.30 p.m., so in the daytime shift. The victim, Itsuko Kubo, was stepping off the bus when a woman passenger behind her suddenly stabbed her several times in the neck and back. Whoa. Yeah. That's brutal. Imagine just you getting off the ball, all of a sudden you feel a knife in your back. Like, what the hell? So, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, is it better getting off the bus or getting on the bus? Probably getting off the bus is better. Cause, yeah, cause I feel like if you get on the bus, you'd be able to see it coming, but then on, off it, you won't be able to see it coming. Jesus so. Christ. This is insane, man. So, let's see. So, the witness called 110. Kubo was taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. So, sadly. Police said the woman who stabbed her has been rambling incoherently since her arrest and that she claimed to be a schizophrenic. They are checking to see if she has any such medical history. So, yeah, that's, pretty, that's the end of the story, by the way. Mm, what do you think? I think she is obviously insane, but that could just... Uh, maybe she just snapped and then all of a sudden she's like oh my god i'm gonna go to jail for a long time unless i'm crazy and so maybe she's trying to say that she's then again anybody that stabs anybody in the back and stuff getting off a bus they, they gotta be crazy yeah. so maybe she is crazy especially hmm. yeah especially if she stabbed an old lady like freaking 82 year old it's like so she's like super defenseless she can't do anything it's like it's not somebody's even grandma yeah it's like fuck, but like Japan doesn't Japan have a thing for like people who are crazy, like like the what what do you call those hospitals? The um, mental ward. Mental ward, yeah. Like, aren't they? Aren't they? Don't they have a history of being really bad in in Japan? Like the. I think, <laughs> I think mental hospitals are bad wherever you go. Yeah. You know, maybe Sweden or Finland's got a nice one. Scandinavia, for some reason, they treat all their criminals really nice. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, yeah, um, I, I can't imagine it being great. I can't imagine it being a lot of fun. Because yeah, I remember like like doctors at mental wards would just make, would try to kill the patients, people locked in. So oh, I think, no. yeah, like I, there's a story, yeah, there's a story about that, like where they just, they were trying to, to have them die by like giving them too much drugs or whatever, or like just make them go more crazy than, than necessary. So I always feel like, I don't know if that's better than an actual jail or not. Because if they try to like hurt you, then you're kind of fucked. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're defenseless. Yeah. But I mean, if you're doing crazy shit like this, you kind of have a common. I mean, shit, dude. 
Oh man, that's a, that's a hardcore story. All right, where should I go next? Where should I go next? Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna meet you halfway. All right, Johnny, tell us. Okay, here we go. Let's see if I can make this funny. <clears throat> Teacher arrested over alleged child prostitution with a 16-year-old girl. This story <laughs> took place in Hokkaido. Beautiful Hokkaido. Got to go there one of these days. Police in Hokkaido have arrested a 47-year-old elementary teacher on suspicion of child prostitution after he allegedly paid a 16-year-old girl for sexual favors with his penis. <laughs> According to police, Ikuo Katayama, a teacher employed at Asahikawa Elementary School, took the girl to a hotel on May 5th, Sankei Shimbun reported. The girl is reportedly a part-time worker in the city and received 20,000 yen, aka $200, from Katayama in exchange for sexual favors. Okay, well, first off, I think $200 or 20,000 yen is a little cheap, and she's a part-time worker. Why is that in there unless it's important? What kind of a part-time worker is she? What is she? Like, um, I don't know. What, what do you think her job is? Working at Gyudon, uh, so Yoshinoya, maybe? Possibly. Jeez, yeah, gosh, I don't know. A lot of, in a lot of cases, kids that are like 16 years old and younger can't work in Japan. A lot of schools don't permit it. Really? I didn't know that. I thought they could. Uh, well, I guess it depends on the school. So I don't know, because Tom said that a long time ago. Tom used to be a, um, a high school and a junior high school teacher. And I remember him saying that a lot of schools don't allow their students to like get part-time jobs because they want their kids to focus on, um, on their studies. But yeah. possibly because it's private schools, I don't know. But um, yeah, obviously this girl is working um, part-time. I guess it's full-time. Well, it depends on what other job she has. Okay. Uh, police said Katayama admitted he was fully aware that the girl was underage and mm -hmm. under the age of 18 after they had become acquaintances on Twitter. Parents, parents out there, if you're a fader and you're listening to this podcast, whatever you do, do not let your kids use Twitter. Twitter is the devil. Half the time we get these stories where kids are getting fucked up by well, adults is because they're messing around with Twitter. Twitter is playing around with fire. I mean, Donald Trump is on Twitter. That's bad enough. I mean, there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, the crime came to light after a cyber patrol on the internet found messages between the two. Okay, so obviously Twitter's being, um, I, I guess, monitored or something? Twitter police? Patrol. Yeah, what is that? How, how what, what, did he say something that, that got a flag or something? Or He probably has a history of like just doing things in general. I'm pretty sure they kept a track of him, like a previous offense. Mm -hmm. Most likely that's how they were able to see what he was doing and stuff. And then plus, you can see who you're following, who follow you back, you know. And if it's like, if it's a teach, uh, yeah, the teacher. Yeah, he's got, probably got a lot of kids that follow him. You know, maybe yeah. he's, he's talking about mathematics or something on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Mathematics. That's that's weird, man. Cyber Patrol found them found the messages on the internet. That's crazy. So I guess if uh, you're using Twitter, your messages are being monitored. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but good, good and uninstall. <laughs> well, what's up? I'm sorry. Is that trying to uninstall? Maybe, yeah. Twitter beats me. I don't know. That's crazy. Still, yeah. Well, thank God, thank God. In this case, you know, I mean, dude, they get this guy off the streets. So basically, yeah, another one off the streets. That's good. That's good. Gosh, oh my God. Well, that's quite a bit of stories. I think maybe we can do one more. Do you want to do one more? Oh, let me see. I gotta look for one. If you if you got one, you you can uh you can push this, put it out. Okay, yeah. Because I think we could definitely do one more. All right, let's see here. Uh... Okay, okay. This one looks pretty short. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? Uh, yes and no. I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've seen it. Oh man, you dropped the bowling ball, dude, the big Lebowski. Okay, all right, I'll tell you what. What's yeah. gonna happen is you and I are gonna hang out. You're gonna take me on a tour of Kichijoji. You're gonna show me all the places, you and me and Tom and stuff. But before we do that, we're gonna watch the big Lebowski because I think every person should definitely watch the big Lebowski. If you are at least 14 years old, anywhere in the world, you definitely need to watch the big Lebowski. It, it should be like a life mandatory thing to do. 
Oh man, it's a classic movie. It's one of the best. That and Sid and Nancy. <laughs> All right, here we go. This story. 18-year-old youth arrested for shoplifting to pay for bullying. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if you're going to go, go out big. Uh, this story took place in Nara. Police in Kashihara, Nara Prefecture, have arrested an 18-year-old youth on suspicion of shoplifting comic books and figures from a secondhand shop to get money to pay for bowling. I would just keep that. I think comic books and figures are better than bowling, actually, if you ask me. Oh, man. Yeah. According to police, the suspect who cannot be named because he's a minor works as a plumber. That is so what? weird. <laughs> Another young one, I saw. Yeah, well, there you go. I guess, well, I guess kids can have jobs. All right, you know, fuck me. Uh, Sankei Shimbun reported uh, he is accused of stealing two action figures and 10 comic books in a popular animated series called One Piece. Good manga. I love One Piece. Have you ever read One Piece? I've, I've, I know One Piece, but I'm not a fan of it. I'm more like Naruto or oh. Hero Academia. Okay. Yeah, I'm old school, man. I, I like Luffy, Zoro, and all those guys. Okay. Um, stole one piece at around 3.15 p.m. on Tuesday from a secondhand shop in Kashihara. Police said security uh, blah, blah, blah. Police said a security alarm went off in the store when the suspect attempted to exit the premises. When a male employee approached him, he fled with a bag containing the stolen items. Woo! He ran like hell. Police later found the suspect at a nearby amusement facility. He was identified from more store surveillance camera footage. So basically, they just used CCTV, and they mm -hmm. followed him to a place, and they busted him. Police said the youth told him that he and a friend were bowling on Tuesday afternoon when they ran out of money. He was quoted as saying, quote, I wanted to exchange the shoplifted items for money to pay for bowling, just like the big Lebowski would have done. Oh, man. I don't know. Can, can you really be mad at this kid? I mean, he, he's obviously stupid. He's stealing, like, I don't know, Batman, Spider-Man figures, maybe mm -hmm. a couple of comic books and stuff, just because he wants us a little extra cash to just roll the ball just one more time. I mean, he sounds like he just loves bowling a lot. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe it was him and his friend. That's what it says. But maybe the friend was a girl. Maybe she was like the cute girl in this class. And he's like, oh my God, I will do her. anything. Yeah, absolutely. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. That's <laughs> meatloaf. Oh man. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this guy, I don't know. Have you ever done anything like this? No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think I would, to be honest. You've never stolen action figures and comic books to go bowling with a sexy girl in your class. You've never done this. I thought this was like a passage, a rite of passage. I don't know. Maybe in some other countries, but not here. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't steal anything. I, I, you know, when I was a kid, my dad messed me up right. He did the right thing the wrong way, mm -hmm. or he did the wrong thing the right way. I don't know. Whatever he did, it worked. So when I was a little kid, I was six years old, right? And this is, this is a completely true story. When I was a little kid, my dad was fixing something in the garage and he needed to go to the, um, he needed to go to the uh, hardware store. So he took me and my brother and my sister and we all went there and stuff. And uh, we're walking around the aisles because you know, the hardware store is kind of cool. You got hammers, you got like screwdrivers and stuff. Everything's really shiny. And I saw this, this screw, this big screw. It was, about, it was probably about as long as my hand at the time, right? I was a little kid and it was like blue and it was shiny. And I've never seen a blue screw before. And it was so fucking cool. So you know what I did? I took it and I put it in my pocket. I wanted it, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, my dad drove us home and um, for some reason, I think I was looking at it. My dad saw me looking at it and he's like, where did you get that? And I was like, you know, I, I, I guess I came clean. I was like, I, I guess stole it from the hardware store. And my dad went berserker. My dad went hardcore Henry, man. He got pissed. He called up the hardware store and he's like, yeah, my kid. Yeah, he did this. He stole this fucking thing, blah, 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 blah. Slammed the phone down, pulled me took me to the hardware store and I had to apologize. And they, and like my dad was pissed off. The owners were pissed off. Everybody was pissed off. It was humiliating. It completely destroyed me. And then you know what my dad did? He bought that screw for me. 
He bought it for me as a present. But then guess what he did? He came back to my house with me, sat me down in the living room. In our living room, we had the TV, the entertainment center and all that stuff. Now, mind you, I'm six years old. I'm about like two, three feet tall. I'm yep. short as fuck, right? My dad takes a screw and he puts it on top of the entertainment center where I cannot get it. I can't reach it. I can't get it. I can't do anything. But it's sitting there right above the TV. So every time I was watching anything on TV, the Smurfs, Elf, Who's the Boss, Family Ties, Growing Pains, any TV show of the 80s, every time I was watching anything on that TV, I saw that goddamn screw. And I swear to God, that screw was looking right back at me, telling me, if you ever steal again, I'm going to crush you. And it destroyed me, man. It destroyed me. I can never steal. I can't steal anything, man. Like, hey, it worked. It worked. It worked, but it ruined me. Dude, let's imagine if you and I go to a bar and they give me the wrong change. They actually give me like maybe a couple of hundred bucks and stuff like 20 bucks or something. Like they, they just made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And if I went home and if I lived on the other side of the city, I would get in a taxi cab and I would drive all the way back and return the money, dude. That's how messed up I am. Everything's got to be fair, dude. I will never, ever steal anything, dude. Yeah, I feel it, man. I feel it. I yeah. I it just uh, the good conscience is what it, all it is and all you need. For me, same thing. I wouldn't be able to do the same. Jiminy crickets. Yep, yep. <laughs> he gave me Jiminy crickets. Sounds like a disease, but no. <laughs> nope. God, man. All right, dude. I'm almost out of gin. How you doing on your drinks? You're all right. I'm about like pretty much almost done. So. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's a show. Alejandro, I want to say thank you very much for being on Got Bit of Japan, episode number 550. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and uh, one more time, please plug everything and anything. Plug your Twitch, plug Okawati, plug it all. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you, Like I said, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. I'm very much uh, active there all the time. I always post, like, drinks locations things to do and everything around uh in japan on, on instagram um so okawari bar crawls that's the name of it um i i do twitch as well twitch.tv slash okawari tv um i would appreciate a follow subscription anything any any way you want to support show love you know i always uh i'm always like out showing around people what to do what's going on or occasionally i'll be at home playing video games depending on the mood how i feel but yeah, so there, and then my website as well, okawaribarcrawls.com, and you can get a lot of info there as well. So thank you very much. Hell yeah, faders. You know what to do. Definitely go and support this guy. When you come to Japan, meet this guy. Have him show you around the town. I mean, you come as a foreigner, you leave as a local. How cool is that? That's the coolest thing. And you're not in the downtown area with all the tourists. You're going to the west side where there's not that many tourists and stuff. You will have an authentic and original experience, an adventure. You will live Japan. You won't, you know, go to the Disneyland of Japan. So fuck yeah, dude. Go to Okawari. We support you 110%, Alex, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Thank you for having me. Much appreciate it. All right, faders, you know what to do. Go down to our Patreon page. If you go down to our Patreon page, you can support us. It costs you $5. With $5, you get extra videos, bonus interviews, uh, bloopers, and everything in between. We've got videos and photos that are on our Patreon that are too hot for Instagram and Facebook. So definitely check that out. And um, we know times are tough right now. I mean, a lot of us are in a pinch and $5, it's just a little too much and stuff a month. And we completely understand Hey, we still got love for you. But if you still want to support the show, you can go down to our iTunes. And on iTunes, give us a five-star review and write something groovy. It really means a lot, and it helps us out. And as, oh yeah, and as you know, we also got our Facebook and our Instagram. And every day we're updating that, and there's tons of videos and tons of photos and goofy stuff on that. Uh, so go there and enjoy. Have a good time. Write a comment, do whatever you want, have some fun. And uh, we're definitely going to see you in a couple of days because I think in a couple of days we got another special guest on the show, but he's not as cool as Alejandro, man. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on, brother. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated again. All right, faders. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Yo, faders, don't leave just yet. We have the end of the show track. And this week, once again, we've got Creep Down. You love Creep Down. And we are going to play 
last week's track one more time just because it is so fucking amazing. It is incredible. It is on and on. It's Creepdown's latest track. It's on their latest CD. It is fantastic. You guys sent us emails saying that you loved it, and we love it just as much as you do, so why not play it twice? And if you have something that's audio that you would love to get onto the world, I don't know if you're in a band, if you're a singer, if you're a DJ, whatever. If you want to like get that out, you send it to us, and we'll put it at the end of our episode. So you do that, and, uh, well, sit back, relax. And enjoy On and On by Creep Down. Peace. job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move. Creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.